This episode of IRAM Today is brought to you by Complete Payroll Solutions, your local resource for HR, benefits, payroll, and compliance solutions. Call 866-658-8800 or visit them online at completepayrollsolutions.com. This is IRAM Today, the property management show with Chrissy Denalian on AM790 WPRV. Join them now for this live call-in show to discuss property management issues and hear from guests from all trades and programs discussing your real estate needs. Now, here's Chrissy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to IRAM Today, the property management show here on AM790. Today is Tuesday, October 2nd. I'm Kristen Alien in the studio today, and I have I have Lucky Jack Benz once again. We're lucky. back. Lucky. Lucky Jack Benz. Oh God, you should be so lucky. I am. I'm very lucky. This is unbelievable. I am the luckiest person because I thought that Jack Benz wasn't going to follow through on his word. Well, silly me. Yeah. I was like panicking over here. I'm, I'm like, where's my Jack? Here. I'm going to be here. But you're here. For you, I'm always here. Thank you so much Not for joining. Not a problem, Chrissy. And we also have a new co-host. A new co-host. A wow. new co-host. Man, that's fantastic. I know. Wow. We have Rod Santigata here. Yes. Hello. Yeah. How are Hello. you? I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm Welcome so excited. Thank you. I have Glad a I have here. a partner here in crime. Absolutely. <laughs> you better watch out, Jack. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> better watch out. Outshine, outlived, and outdone. Yeah. <laughs> we were on the air for a week, and then there was illness that struck us all, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, it struck me, and then it struck Jack. It happens. Yeah. Well, but I, had two, I had two reasons. Two reasons. One, I didn't feel good. And the other one, believe it or not. Why? I, my granddaughter had a baby. <gasps> oh. Congratulations. Congratulations. Seven pounds. So your great-great-grandpa. Hunter. 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 That's cute. That's Salvatore Perugino. Is he Italian? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, great kid. Great kid. Destined for great things. Mm. Absolutely. Well, with a great-grandpa like you, I'm sure he is. Uh, I hope so. I, I know, think so. I can only hope. I hope the kid's going to... Uh, be healthy and grow up to be a great kid. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Absolutely. Come on. We're going to make sure good genes, that. right? Uh, I hope so. Yep. How was your weekend? Good? My weekend was fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, I cannot describe how fantastic it was. I'll tell you why. Why? I had to move everything out of my living room and dining room <laughs> and move everything in downstairs, upstairs, upstairs. Uh, because they're gonna surface the floor, so oh. I worked all weekend. All weekend, I worked on budgets all weekend, so that yeah. was how much fun well, I had. That must be exciting. It was so exciting. It was riveting. <laughs> it really well, was riveting. You know, what what uh, was it? Taxes first, or was it uh, <laughs> grounds first? It was or the was it yeah, the grounds uh, maintenance was really fun to figure uh, out too. Was it salaries? Or was <laughs> it salaries? Yep, uh, all of that. All those good yep, things. Yep, all those good things in the budget. And you worked Capital all Capital improvements. Yep. See. You know what? So good. That's why you got your ARM. That's why. Yes. All right. Which we're going to talk about in a little bit, what the Ab ARM is. Absolutely. What it consists of and the CPM. Rod, how was your weekend? I had a great weekend. Uh, Saturday was beautiful weather. I spent the day out on my boat uh, just relaxing. Sounds like you were the only one that actually had fun this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, man. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm feeling bad. Yeah. Beautiful day, but the, the summer is winding down, so there's very yeah. few days left in the boating true. season. You have to take advantage of every day yeah. that you have. Yeah. Uh, so in case this is the first time you're tuning in, Iron Today is your live local radio show every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Now we know that there's a lot of these syndicated programs on the radio station. However, we're not what? one of them. We're not definitely not. 
We are fun. But we are fun. We, we are, are entertaining. And we are entertaining. I mean, we have Jack, so come on. Hey. hey. Um, but we're, we're just not syndicated. So what does that mean? That means that they can what? Call in. They can call us That's if they have cool. questions about Jack's weekend, his moving abilities for furniture, about boating. They call can give us a call here. Yes. Uh, questions Absolutely. about his name. Want to know how, where the hunter came from hunter, and all of that? We, we talked about that for a long, long time, <laughs> for the last month. And finally, I think it's a great name. I it have is a another good name. cousin that's Hunter, named Hunter. I, I just, it just feels good. Feels the name good. just feels good. Hunter feels great. So if you have questions about that, you can give us a call in the studio at 401 437 5000 or 888 so if this is the first time you're tuning in and you were wonder, wondering, what is IRAM? What is that? IRAM actually stands for the Institute of Real Estate Management. We are the most professional group in the world for managing real estate. So locally, we are the Greater Rhode Island chapter. And another thing you might be wondering is, what does IRAM do? So we were established in 1977, and we are an international force of over 20,000 individuals united to advance the profession of real estate management. So through training, professional tr development, and collaboration, IRAM supports our members and others in the industry through every stage of their career. Um, so if people are looking for a career in property management or maybe, you know, maybe you're working at a desk job and you're looking for something different, you don't know what, what, what does this world offer for me? What am I going to do? What am I going to do with this, myself? This is, this is an ideal situation you want to get yourself into. It is. It's something that can be lasting. It's a great career. It is. It's exciting and it's different. You meet all kinds of people. That's true. All right. And you good might, and bad. No. On, good <laughs> and bad. <laughs> depending on. Well, <laughs> I could go there, but I don't think I will at the moment. Uh, from the standpoint of uh, working with residents. Right. And working with contractors. Yeah. And every day. 100 percent is different every day experience every yep. single day i always say like you'll have your list of things that you want to accomplish before the end of the day and then you'll just throw that out the window because something will happen and it will make for an exciting story but um every day is different every day is challenging and fun and you just you have to have fun with it because if you don't i wouldn't say every day is fun i mean a lot I mean, of days I, are fun I you got to find the fun in it most of the day you got to find the fun in it but you have to you know, find it's the a fun it's a very serious profession because you you provide housing it is and that is one of the most crucial things next to uh super stop and shop or something like that where you get your food from i mean it is one of the most beneficial professions True. you ever want to get into from the standpoint of serving the public. Yeah. And if people are looking to go out and get an education or even de a designation, IRAM actually offers a couple of different designations. They do. The first being the ARM. Hey, what does that mean? That's an accredited residential manager. And, and ironically enough, when Rod came in today, I just put the face to the name finally because I was like, oh, you are actually, I, he was in my ethics course for my ARM, but he was pursuing a CPM. So oh. um, I actually knew him from my ethics course oh, and wow. getting my ARM. Oh, that's cool. She finally put the face to the name. I did. Face to the name. I did, and I was like, right. I know you. I remember you. Oh, that's good. So, so that's the first designation. Tell me about the second designation. The second designation is probably one of, not probably, I take that back. It's it the is. The most prestigious designation you can have is called a Certified Property Manager, CPM. And that, we agreed mm -hmm. many, many moons ago yes. that that was better than a Brown University It's education. better than a Brown University. Better than a I thought we I always said it was, said Harvard, it was equivalent. But we brought it back to the state. 
We said number we right, we but we said equivalent state. to. Now you're making it better. Making it be- uh, absolutely, it's better. Because with all due respect, uh, driving through Brown. All right, I would have some reservation <laughs> about letting those kids ru- <laughs> letting those run your kids property. Man, is run any of my properties? Oh, come Absolutely, on. I would have a definite problem there. So anyway, yes, we had CPM, Certified Property Manager. It's not got it. You don't get it easily. It's something you have to work for. Rod's been working. I've Rod's been working. Been working. How it, many? Yes. How long you been working on it? Um, over two years now. Over two years. Over two timer. years. I was the longest. What? CPM candidate in the chapter, and I don't think anybody How has long? broke my record. Tell me. I think it was six years. Really? Yeah. I thought I you would have just gotten it done like no, that. I'm a little slow. I had a, I need You're a such lot a go-getter, help. though. <laughs> I need a lot of help. <laughs> no, it was a time when we were going through back in the 90s, uh, yeah. the late 80s, early 90s, when we were really having uh, some difficulties in, in the industry as well as in the country. All right, and went through. That's one of those... In the real estate industry, we have what they call ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Well, in in the seventies, the early early eighties, it was down, mm-hmm. and then it come back up, probably eighty two, eighty three, eighty four, and then it went like in a tank. When Ronald Reagan uh, kicked out what they call the ACRS accelerated depreciation rules, and real estate went in a tank. Mm. All right, so from eighty nineteen eighty six, I think, till Ninety ninety three, uh, it was a disaster. So that was about. I think I when got you were getting your CPM. I, c- <laughs> I think I got my CPM designation 89, 80, 86, 87, 89. Yeah, I was studying for it, mm-hmm. and then I finally got it in the late eighties. Yeah. Hmm. So I've been around. I don't even want to tell you how long. I'll do the math. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> if, doing the math. If you're like eighty four, I was like, okay. You can do the math, and if you're studying for your CPM. You're going to have to go through that course that uh, yeah. tells you about all the finances. So well, I've, you I've should be, Rod, you should be ready to go, baby. I've pretty much I've <laughs> taken all the courses. I just need to write my management plan. Oh, that's so. a bummer. That's <laughs> a bummer. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you, you get through all this stuff, and it's like, it's, like I said, it's not easy. <coughs> it's not no, easy. it's not easy. And I had a lot of help. I had staff that would work with me and, and help me, so I, I was very, 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 very lucky. So anyway, through the um, through the different designations, I mean, with with the designations, obviously, there's a course cost. um, But what we do offer is a scholarship through IRM. So you can actually get 75 percent of your course cost uh, paid for through IRM. Uh, And and it's an easy process. You can go right to our website, IRMRI.org and right under events and education, choose scholarships. Uh, it's you just fill out the application. There's a personal statement, a resume, and a letter of support from the local IRM chapter president or a designated officer. Uh, Carrie actually was on the show, and I was like, oh, they can just get a letter from you. But she's actually on the scholarship committee, so she can't write the letter. She but can't write the letter. But you can certainly reach out to one of... Um, I have sample letters in my office if anybody's interested. <laughs> you're just going to send it with your... No, i got to know who it is. I don't just send it. You don't just send no, it? No, 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 no. Okay. No. We have to be cognizant of who we're sending right. to if we're going to protect the industry, too. Right. All right. I mean, so if somebody walks into your business and says that they're a CPM, and somebody walks into your business and says that they've been a property manager for the last 10 years, 20 years, who are you going to choose? Well, I'm going to lo- actually, I'm going to look at both candidates, but I'm going to give a lot of preference to the one that's a CPM. Because just because somebody's been in the business for 10 years, 6 years, 5 years, 10 years, it doesn't make any difference. It depends on what the demeanor is 
and how they approach the interview situation. And uh, obviously, they'd have to have a little bit of experience. Right. Especially if they've uh, gone through all the courses and everything. I don't expect they just come in off the street. I expect they've been in the business at least two or three years. Right. Because they have to have s the experience to become a CPM. So uh, becoming a CPM is not something you just pick up. You have to yeah. have so many units. You have to have so many, I depending on, when I say have to have so many units, it depends on whether you're in the uh, uh, apartment business or whether you're in the commercial end of the business and it requires so many square feet of commercial property versus versus so many square feet, uh, not square feet, but so many units. So that has to be on right. your designation format, all right, when you submit to the right. um, to, to national. So yeah. it's not something you just don't have any experience. So somebody's got 10 years, who'd you work, where'd you work, what yeah. was your experience, what was your... What was your recommendations from other people, uh, from recommendations that you might have solicited? So, yeah. uh, I would, I would definitely give the preference to a somebody who has a CPM, CPM, or an ARM. Right, right. Or an ARM. Right. Make me feel good, Jack. I, I Thanks. Absolutely. And I also forgot to mention Karen Cuddle. We'll get a little more into the events towards the end of the show, um, but you can reach out to her about book, like how to how to uh, join any of the events or membership, or. I mean, she even posts, posts and tags us on our Facebook page. Um, you can reach out to Karen Cuddle, who's our association executive, at 401-479-7734. Um, and when we come back, hopefully, I think, I think maybe, Lieutenant we'll have Lieutenant Governor, 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 Dan, Lieutenant McKee. Governor Dan McKee. Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee will be here by here. He's stuck in traffic, so hopefully they turn on the siren and charge ahead. Yes. We look forward to getting him So here, getting we'll get him on here. Me. Otherwise, we'll talk with an hour with Jack. So I have a lot to talk <laughs> about. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Iron Today, the property management show. Hey. This report is brought to you by Farmers Insurance. From a massive cactus falling on a home to a deer dancing on a car's hood, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. My name is John Bentz, President of Property Advisor Group. Chad Insurance has earned our trust as our risk manager for generations. When we bought our first property back in the 1970s, general liability and workman's compensation were our concerns. Now, Chatterton continues to advise us on contemporary exposures such as cyber and employee practice liability. Call Alan or find them on ChatternIns.com. I don't take endorsements lightly. Change to Chatterton. Experience the upgrade. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's one 800 if you're looking for plumbing, heating, and drainage solutions, it's safe to say you need them right now. Well, don't waste any more time. Seekonk Supply has you covered. 
For over 50 years, Seekonk Supply has been the trusted source for plumbers, general contractors, and excavators. With a knowledgeable staff and prompt delivery, Seekonk Supply gets the job done right. Locations in Rehoboth, Providence, North Attleboro, and Bridgewater. Check them out at SeekonkSupply.com. Seekonk Supply, never standing still, always on the move. Now back to Iram Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 422 here on Iram Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Denalian along with my co-host, Rod Santigata, uh, and we're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Before we left, we were talking in depth with Jack Benz. So I'm lucky once again to have Jack Benz oh, in you. studio. Really and I just ran down the stairs and ran back up the <laughs> stairs because Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee is here. Welcome. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's great being here. I got to thank Jack. I mean, he yes. reaches out to everybody. Well, he He's like my producer he over know? here, I feel. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I'm afraid he knows to ask. everybody. He's got everybody <laughs> in Too many people might know me, so I could be in trouble. Mm. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know too many people and you get too much trouble. We got a full house. <laughs> oh, Governor. Uh, Thanks for being here. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of issues coming up this election year. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you realize that. You've been through one, I think. Oh, my God, uh, yes. Yes, oh, my God. It was an interesting uh, journey, I think, you had over the course of the last uh, year or so, and it got kind of nasty at the end. But I think you survived, and uh, I think, with all due respect, I'm a little bit nonpartisan, obviously. Uh, I'm not nonpartisan. I'm partisan when it comes to you. But anyway, <laughs> I'm glad you did win. But I think, with all due respect, I think you've been in the forefront of a lot of these things that uh, we're interested in and what's going to affect the state uh, right going forward. And I think there's nobody more adept to that from you be being the mayor of Cumberland, I think, for 12 years. I th am I wrong? For yeah, a 12 years. years, yeah. See, geez, I got that right. You anyway, got that I'm right. You're pretty good you're so good. far. Yes. <laughs> and did a great job there, and you took them out of the doldrums. And I think you've done a great job with... Uh, traveling throughout the state and, and getting the input from small businesses and from just about every one of your constituents. Uh, one of the things that came up in the last couple, last day or two, uh, three, is is this thing with National Grid. Yes. I mean, uh, I, I heard, am I wrong, in, in the uh, assumption that National Grid is talking about raising the rates by 30 percent? Or am I smoking something? That so I they got, uh, they did have a rate increase uh, that went into effect on the on the on the standard office side of the bill one it went up right around that amount right. and um so we're you know that's that's something that we've been working on so they, there was a big bump on that um we want people to know that uh they they you know that you can shop your your residential or your commercial mm -hmm. rates and you can do that right now i did that two weeks ago uh offset the entire rate increase so one of the things that's out there right now is, oh, yeah, we got a bump on the rate increase, but we have options that, that ratepayers are not aware of mm -hmm. that they can safely shop their electricity on this on the Empower Rhode Island site that I set up uh, with the Division of Public Utilities. But and how they can does that work? From, from my perspective, I, let's say I own 100 units in downtown Providence, and would I get the same rate, off rate, whatever you're, whatever kind of rate you're dealing with, versus uh, what National Grid is proposing, all right? So obviously I'm in a different position because I got I got 100 units, so I got, you know, 100 different residents, but I have one meter. So is that for residential as well as commerci uh, commercial? You you can shop that electricity. Mm -hmm. So for a larger account like that, what we're doing is we're referring um, the, the property managers or the business owners 
directly to a uh, Rhode Island company, mm -hmm. uh, best practices down in South Kingstown, uh, that could could um, could could t evaluate what you, you those hundred units, what that cost was, and then mm -hmm. and then they actually could uh, lay out a plan for you. So. That's different than being an individual, one individual uh, right. with, with one meter, and, and or or a hundred units and have a hundred meters, right? There's 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 out there that have a hundred units that have a hundred meters and have the, and have the uh, the tenant actually paying the electricity. Mm -hmm. They can shop directly uh, as an individual. You would be best served, or someone like in your position would be best served to find someone who can. Um, you know, put together a package that could h allow you to shop yeah, safely. I, I, I and have safe another money. question, but that one could be off the charts. I mean, uh, relative uh -oh. to what they call UA <laughs> uh, utility allowances with individual uh, people live in affordable housing that are charged what they call UA utility allowance. So that would be a whole different, whole different ball game. So I it mean, it uh, would I be. I think I want to talk to you more about. I think from yeah. Chrissy's standpoint. And with Rod's standpoint too, uh, you're doing. Chrissy was mentioning a little while ago. She's doing a budget. She might spent all yeah. weekend doing a budget. So that would be something. Look at. I'm sure Mr. Pacern right. would be interested in uh, saving uh, the difference between. Yeah, what remember the rate that's is on the standard offer. That's not on the delivery charge. So it's on no, the standard offer of the bill. So no. even people who are maybe on some level of assistance or mm -hmm. receiving some level of assistance. I believe that they're paying the same standard offer rate. Oh yeah, they so are. they yeah. can mm -hmm. shop the standard offer, yeah. uh, and they can save dollars as well, mm -hmm. uh, which again makes it if, if they're paying somebody rent and they save money on their electric bill, they're going to be in a better position to pay their rent. So everybody wins when when anybody saves. And where is uh, what is the website that they can so go? So it's on? Empower Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, e M P O W E R R I. And if you just Google that, you can come up and you can see where the, it's it's a great site because it's one of the things that we've done in our office that is not getting enough attention. Um, and we also, you know, so you can see, you go right to the site, you can put in the number of kilowatts you're burning in a, in a month. You can It'll tell you whether you're saving money or not saving money. Because one of the problems, Jack, that we got right now is there's a lot of there's predatory practices going on where people are going door to door. They may be going into y in facilities that that are being managed by uh, the team that's here today or 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 or, or, or uh, out there, and they're basically selling a, a, a you know selling a you know a goods that are not are not good right right and, and so yeah, there's yeah I think we talked practice. about this yes. last time and we really need to be aware of that so people who are going door to door or, or people who are telemarketing. We need to, as a state, really stop protecting the consumers against the any any predatory practices, but don't shut down the the ability for people to save money because of the um, deregulation allows us to shop our electricity. We need to put more time, more effort uh, throughout everyone, whether it's the government, whether it's the division of public utilities, whether it's the business community like you represent. Uh, we need to do a lot more home rec because the there's, there's millions of dollars to be saved right now. That was one of the biggest bone of contentions in the election, which we won't go into right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's so the, I mean the whole I predatory I business practice, which uh, we're not enabling uh, people taking the last dollar out of a, out of a, uh, uh, out of a senior's pocket. Um, and, you know, that, that was portrayed that way. But, yeah, I the, you know, I, I ran into a pretty good line on Mark Twain as I'm looking at this thing, and they say, you know, falsehoods fly and the truth limps back. 
Amazing how so, that works. Huh? Uh, so, so it is true. So uh, you know, we're, we'll we'll when you when you got the truth on your side, you you, you, you eventually you're going to win as long as you're hanging around long enough to win. Well, you know? Let me so switch gears. <laughs> but yeah, that that whole electric thing is something yeah. so important, and we're not really spending enough time on it. I agree. We're going to put legislation forward or make the uh, which we already have. We've been working on this for almost a year now, to make sure that people when they shop. When they when they shop their electricity, whether it's door to door sales or whatever it is, we we tell everybody go to Empower Rhode Island. Yeah, so this is a very interactive site. I mean, it's, it's very safe. easy. You can select home or business. I just went on it. On yeah, there, and you can it's really see easy. The rates are there. You put in the number of kilowatts. You can determine how much yeah. you're going to save every month. But but because they no, the companies notify you that your contract is coming to an end, and you and and puts the burden on the rate payer to tell the the, the supplier. Right. That oh no I wanna I wanna I, I don't want to do business with you after the contract ends I want you to send me back to the national grid. What happens is that if you don't take that action, right, then you could get shifted into a higher rate, and that's no good. And that's no good. So what yeah. we want to do is propose legislation that it immediately when contracts end, unless the rate unless the rate payer gives instructs the energy company to keep them on as a customer, immediately you go automatically go back. And a lot of the uh, a lot of the usury and and um, predatory practices would would go away one thing i want to get into is you're deeply involved and was deeply involved and still are deeply involved in charter schools yes i think that is i think one of the most important things uh obviously there's many important things that you're involved in but i think charter schools in my mind are the uh catalyst which drives the public schools to becoming better all right, and I think the the reason that the charter schools are here is to help our kids and better educate our kids than some of our public schools. Not all our public schools, but a lot of our public schools need to be upgraded, and I think this is one thing that's driving them to become better. So well, I think I, I, think, I think there's many factors, but and I always I always preface that when somebody says that I'm all in on charter schools. No, I, I, I kind of correct them and say, look, I'm all in for public schools, all in for public education, because that's where the majority of our families are going to send their kids to public schools. And if we're not achieving at the levels that we should be achieving at, regardless of what, what community it might be, it uh, doesn't matter if it's kind of a, 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 a quote, in need community like uh, Central Falls or, a, or a, you know, one of the more affluent communities like East Greenwich. We we need to make sure that our public schools are doing as well as they can because for our economy, if, if you don't do it just for the benefit of the, of, the, of the students, which I think you should, I mean, we've been involved in Boys and Girls Club work for my whole life and, and put a lot of value in terms of working with young people and having them reach their potential. You ran the Boys Club, didn't you? My dad started the Boys yeah. Club in Cumberland. Uh, I was president 25 years later and turned the name to the Boys and Girls Club. God, you don't look that old. <laughs> I know that. Well, I, I am. And then the, uh, and then actually I started the endowment fund for our club, and which see. is now getting close to two million dollars in it. So we, we you know, we want to invest in our young kids. But to your point, I'm in all in for the public schools. Uh, as you said, I, I, you know, when I was a mayor of our town, I had two failed elementary schools in our system. We had a middle school in big trouble and a high school that was in total disrepair. We invested over $50 million in the schools while I was mayor. People kind of forget that. They say, oh, you were all in on the charters and you forgot mm -hmm. about the, the – no. Right now, Cumberland School District is one of the fastest uh, improving districts in the state. Um, had just had a national award to one of its elementary schools last, last year, which was a, a major distinction, uh, you know, an award. Um, so 
I've always felt as though that our public schools need to do well. Yes, uh, the school that I helped start um, is, a, is a great example, especially in some of the communities like the Latino community right now. The Latino community has the lowest performing students and uh, subset of students in the country uh, in terms. And what does that mean to our ability to make incomes for our families? What does that do to have the ability for families to pay rent into, into facilities or actually own their own home? So we know that the work that we've done is nationally recognized. I've been nationally recognized for that leadership. Uh, and we know that we just graduated our first class probably mm -hmm. since we've been right. last talked in June. Uh, the valedictorian today uh, could not speak English when she was came in into Rhode Island uh, for the, um, with her family. And now she speaks fluent English. And now she speaks fluent. That was in the sixth or seventh grade. She graduated as a valedictorian right now, and she's taking classes today on a, on a full ride at Tufts University. Tufts. So when you talk about mm. the kids that are going from Pawtucket, Central Falls, Cumberland, Lincoln into that school, it, it is the runs the gamut for all socioeconomic stratospheres. 70% um, or more free or reduced lunch. But these kids, with they graduated, they're going to um, U.S. Naval Academy, they're going to Holy Cross, they're going to Amherst, they're going to NYU Engineering School. Uh, full rides to Providence College, UConn, URI, 15 are going on the College Promise to CCRI. Those kids will be outstanding in, at CCRI as they get their credits, and they're going to be the ones who are going to be eligible to move on. So, yes, you're, you're right on target, but I'll tell you, the if you don't do it for the kids, I think you do it for the students oh, and the families. Talking, talking about that. Wait a minute. I, Hold on one second, Jack. You, if I'm you don't sorry. do it for your kids, you do it for the economy. We... We uh, achieve, uh, public schools achieve at levels that Massachusetts achieves at. It could be as much as $2 billion more of earning power for Absolutely. the families who live in the state of Rhode Island. $2 billion. So I, I think you do it for both reasons, but, uh, you know, you've got to keep both in mind. Sorry. sorry I, know that. That I know you have a lot more to get yeah. to, <laughs> and we will get to it. Um, okay. But we have to take a quick break, yes. okay? okay? So you <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> listening to Iron Today, the property management show. We'll be right back after this. Regarded as the most recognized credential for residential real estate managers, the accredited residential manager certification through the Institute of Real Estate Management is your ticket to new opportunities. The Institute of Real Estate Management, IREM, is an international community of real estate managers dedicated to ethical business practices, maximizing the value of investment real estate and promoting superior management through education and information sharing. An affiliate of the National Association of Realtors, IRAM is the home for all industry professionals connected to real estate management and the only organization serving both the multifamily and commercial sectors. Earning the ARM certification will help you advance in your real estate management career, regardless of your current level. For more information about the benefits of ARM membership, visit IRAM.org. That's IREM.org. Invest in yourself. Become an accredited residential manager. In our house, bedtime is complicated. My wife is always freezing, and when she layers up the bed, I get way too hot. Hi, I'm Scott Tannen, founder of Bowen Branch, makers of the world's most comfortable sheets, loved by three U.S. presidents. If you're like us, you'll love our flannel bedding. Back for a limited time at bowlandbranch.com. They're unbelievably soft, warm, and breathable. So Missy stays warm, and I don't overheat. It's like magic. We let you sleep in them for 30 nights. If you're not impressed, send them back for a full refund. Our flannel sheets come in 14 stunning patterns and colors. 
you're guaranteed to find a style you love. But don't wait. Last year, they sold out in just a few weeks. Go to BowlandBranch.com today for $50 off your first set of sheets, plus free shipping with promo code RELIEF. That's $50 off plus free shipping right now at BowlandBranch.com. Promo code RELIEF. BowlandBranch.com spelled B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code RELIEF. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. At Pronzi, we believe good food and good business go hand-in-hand. So when you're planning an off-site meeting, client luncheon, employee appreciation breakfast, or something else entirely, call Pronzi Catering. Good food, personalized service, and attention to detail will leave your guests with a delightful experience and a memorable impression of your brand. Bronzy Catering and Events, your good food, good business partner at 401-383-3631. More at Pronzi.com. With roots dating back to 1924, Chatterton Insurance would be honored to act as your expert habitational program advisor. We insure thousands of units, from your large subsidized apartment complex and your luxury condo exposure to your private multifamily investment risk. Whether you are a new client or an existing renewal, we will exceed your expectations. Call Allen at 401-722-6010 or discover us at ChattertonINS.com. Change to Chatterton. Experience the upgrade. This report is brought to you by Maximus Smart Security Lights at Costco. See who's at your door from anywhere on your phone, even after dark, with Maximus Security Lights. Talk live with them. Get HD video of all activity that you can watch, download, and share. Keep your family safe and home secure with Maximus Security Lights at Costco. Now back to Iram Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 440 here on Iram Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Denalian, along with my co-host, Rod Tintagata. Hello. Hey. I'm so happy. I have a co-host. It's, it's like, it, I'm so happy. Well, it feels it feels all warm and tingling inside. Warm and tingling. Yes. There you go. And of course, I have my honorary co-host Jack Bentz in studio. Here I am. Here you are. I have a living and, color. And he's got a list of questions for Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. Welcome again. Thank you so much. Yes, it's great to be here and so, uh, talk about the economy and and building and housing and it's perfect. Well, we were talking off off uh, off air on some stuff that I would like to. Uh, get your opinion on and one is the uh, the bond issue for 250 million dollars for schools now I haven't heard anything it's kind of something that's like under the radar I don't know whether you want to bring it to the fore to make people more aware so they uh, understand what's needed uh, and at the same time uh, if you bring it up and you really put it advertised a lot about it then might people come up and say well 250 million dollars 
with all due respect, isn't a lot of money in the overall scheme of things. The money needed in the city of Providence is probably, give or take a buck or two, is probably a billion dollars, all right? And uh, if you take East Providence into effect, they have a school that's falling down, but they've, I think they're in the process of floating their own bonds, uh, partial bonds, and kind of working off this. So if you've got a $250 million bond throughout the state, how is that going to be, I think that was one of the bone of contentions with the governor, how is that going to be distributed throughout the state? I think each municipality has to step up also and participate uh, in getting a piece of this $250 million bond issue. Yeah, like I, I, like, like I talked about when I just got on, I mean, we did $50 million of school improvements in the town of right. Cumberland when I was mayor. If every community followed our lead at the time, we would have did about a billion and a half. We were about 3% of the population in Cumberland. We would have done about a billion and a half mm -hmm. of school improvements uh, during that time frame. You're right. The communities need to step up. Um, and uh, they need to participate. I think some are right now. The economy's flipped, you know, changed a little bit. North Providence has got a good bond going on. Right. Lincoln's got a Correct. construction going out to high school, and there's other other avenues. But one of the big problems with our economy in the last few years is that hasn't been what they call school housing aid, Jack. And school housing aid means that there's the state dollars that will uh, help, um, uh, um, you know, help uh, local communities pay for some of these school bonds. Th you know, different communities get different reimbursements based on their uh, their need. Um, but uh, but but not having that in place has hurt us tremendously. And I've said this for the last several years. Uh, not only does it have the impact of not creating um, you know safe and warm and and dry schools. Uh, but it also uh, it also impacted our uh, labor market in a real negative way because those schools weren't being built that that work you know wasn't being done and that hurt our labor market considerably mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why our unemployment I believe and our labor really hit hit the hit the ceiling uh, and, and recently it's it's been um, reduced significantly. Uh, through the roadworks program and, and putting people back to work, but you got the economy is really important. So, yes, local communities should be stepping up. Uh, when I walk into a school that is that is falling apart, I want to know where the leadership is in that community. Quite frankly, uh, to allow that to happen, I we, we had a five point downgrade on our bond rating when I was a mayor of town of Cumberland. The day I w I walked in. And I was told that we weren't going to do any more school improvements. But I walked through our middle school, and I saw kids that actually were in closets, and they were on the stage and classrooms and a leaking roof and the gym. And I said, that's, that's not going to happen. Call an emergency meeting, borrow, you know, uh, borrow the bonded money that we had approved. And within a year, we had seven new classrooms. We had a new, we had a new roof on the, on, on the gym. And, uh, and we local communities do need to step up, even when the state's not stepping up. But to have a $250 million bond, if that's spread up, um, properly and it's not just put into one particular community because the reimbursements rates are going to determine how much work is gets done. So if you, say if you, get a, if you have a 100% reimbursement rate, that means you're going to do $250 million worth of Correct. work. Well, right? for, for if, you do a, if you do a 50% reimbursement, if you, if you average it out at a 50% reimbursement rate, that means there's going to be $500 million well, worth of work. I hate, I hate work. to use this, but uh, in Providence, the reimbursement rate is way up there we'll give it we'll give it that it's significantly above it is 50%, and that's where we'll the, the, the local communities uh, regardless of their but that's why i think that people in the state of rhode island if they feel as though that their community is going to be uh, helped you know during uh, a strategy where you would have this bond and you would have a future bond 
uh, as as you paid off debt. That's how I did. The, that's how I worked mm-hmm. the town of Cumberland. I borrowed money based on how much we were retire, retiring debt and right. to do the improvements that we need to be <coughs> that, that needed to be made. Right. Um, but yes, I think it's really important <laughs> in terms of how it's distributed, right? Absolutely. So if I can, if I, if I, especially into the labor market, if you distribute it in a way where there's a 50% reimbursement and you got, you know, on average, and you got $500 million of work, that means that people are working and you have that much more um, uh, improvements that are being made uh, to our to our school systems throughout the state. If you plump all, pluck all that money down in one particular community, community yep, yep, and you do two hundred fifty million dollars of work, then you're shortchanging the state. The state is not getting what they're you know what they're entitled to. This could be a this uh, the distribution of that money. And I know that there's mayors and there's municipal leaders that have talked to me about that, and I've talked to them about that. Very important how what the commitments are made in terms of the way that the funds are distributed it, dep- it depends on how the wha- whatever you want to call it, the rfp or whatever you want to call it is ultimately written after the bond issue hopefully it passes well we that's w- well the, uh, the f- whoever's that's doing that work whether it's the general assembly whether it's uh, you know the, the the treasurer's office or the governor's office um i'm I, again listening to municipal leadership is so mm-hmm. important in the state of rhode island and we should be listening to municipal leadership, both on the town side, the municipal side, and the school <laughs> side. Uh, and I think that an overall plan that um, that passes the, uh, a bond like this, and then gets spent um, wisely, and and we get the biggest bang out of that buck for our mm-hmm. students and for the communities. Then the next time around that we put a bond up, uh, that that'll get passed as well. So uh, it's got to be a long-term strategy. I think you're right. The communities need to be prepared to step up. Right. I know we did in Cumberland, but I also know we qualified for some reimbursement that helped us. So the school housing aid, having a plan in place that's not currently in place right now, is a big deal. And I know you want to talk about the, the counterpart to that, right? The other side of that thing is the housing, right? right. The <laughs> housing. Workforce housing, because uh, we don't, we do not in this state support workforce housing at all i don't think a- and i don't feel that th- that we have and and it with, with all due respect I, I have i have talked to the governor about this and i said th- the only thing that you have is is a lot of people talking about it but there's no political will to step up and look at how much you can uh get out of the state uh, to build workforce housing. Uh, right now, I look at Massachusetts, and I've brought this up to you before, and I've brought it up to the governor, and I've brought it up to everybody I can talk to. In Massachusetts, they have a, they've had two bond issues in the last two years. Three billion two, a billion seven, and a billion five. We had one bond issue for $50 million. $10 million of that was for rehab housing that was dilapidated, broken down, wherever. And the other $40 million was for uh, new construction. And that was over a four-year period. Do the math. All right, $40 million over four years is $10 million a year. That's maybe three pro- two projects, maybe? Maybe? All right, two significant projects. I don't mean like three decas in that. So, I mean, that, that that's the issue. That's the issue. And I hope after this uh, session is over, and we can sit down and look at uh, how much the state is obligated and with the bonds they already have out. All right, I, I don't know what the total uh, bond issue capa- capability of the state is. Uh, I 
I defer that to you and the treasurer, all right? But from a standpoint of going forward with workforce housing, all right, and, and having the availability of housing for the people that need the police, fire, teachers, uh, and the people that maintain these buildings, people that manage the buildings, that, that is significantly important, and we don't have enough. Well, I don't think we have a plan, uh, Jack, and that's what's missing. I, I, as a mayor, I was the, f the first community that had a affordable housing plan approved by the state of Rhode Island, mm -hmm. uh, yet I was pushing back against um, increasing densities that were 10, 20, 30 times the density with, a, with, with the law that the General Assembly passed. Yep. Um, so you've got to find the balance. So yep. you know, to build out density 20, 30 times, that doesn't make sense. But at the same point in time, it is a responsibility of uh, communities back to the cities and towns uh, to um, play a role uh, in, a, in, a, in, in a stabilizing the housing market uh, into all, all different income levels, including the working families. Right. Uh, and we need, to we need to look at who's done it well. I mean, in Massachusetts, if they've done $3 billion, they're six times the size of us, that means that a $500 million would, would, be a, uh, would be a similar, a similar uh, amount, right? So in terms of working, what are they doing with the money? We should know what that looks like and, and why Rhode Island would want to do that. And you've got to prove it out that it works economically, right? You've got to prove, you prove it out that you can afford it uh, and that it actually increases uh, per capita income, uh, that, it, that it serves a purpose of improving our economy. Uh, and all that w work needs to be done. And I, and I think that that's one of the things that we fail on is that we don't have that, you know, that, um, that roadmap uh, that you need uh, to explain why you need public-private partnerships in these in these in these matters, why why you need to be bonding it, why this why the state taxpayers should be, you know, working to subsidize some of that some of that work. Um, <coughs> it, just because it sounds good doesn't mean it is good, and you have to actually prove out the point. Well, that, that was so that so that <coughs> so that be part of the work of your organization right. over here. to, to, pro to prove the point, on right, and We're to actually uh, show that yeah. uh, that we get we get a return. <coughs> It's always about you need to make sure you get an economic retur uh, return on the investments that the taxpayers make. And, and we're, working, yeah. we're, excuse me, we're also working with Stefan uh, with Commerce yeah. so on that side to get some more uh, cash or dollars. We've we got to take money. a quick break. I'm I, sorry. I, I left. So I came back. This is Jack's big, big know, issue right now. I know. you got to give when we come back, it's all yours, this. Jack. So okay. you're listening to Thank Iron's you. Today, the property management show. We'll be right back after this. If you're an asset or property manager who manages or oversees a team that manages large portfolios of multifamily office, retail, or industrial properties, consider becoming a certified property manager through the Institute of Real Estate Management. The Institute of Real Estate Management, IRAM, is an international community of real estate managers dedicated to ethical business practices, maximizing the value of investment real estate and promoting superior management through education and information sharing. An affiliate of the National Association of Realtors, IRAM is the home for all industry professionals connected to real estate management and the only organization serving both the multifamily and commercial sectors. CPM members are recognized as experts in real estate management. For more information about the benefits of CPM membership, visit IRAM.org. That's I-R-E-M.org. Invest in yourself. Become a CPM. If you're on Medicare and Medicaid in the state of Rhode Island, you may be able to get more benefits at no additional cost. A United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan combines your Medicare and Medicaid coverage to give you more benefits than original Medicare. 
If you have Medicare and Medicaid, call United Healthcare at 1-855-263-1863. That's 1-855-263-1863. This plan is available to anyone who has both medical assistance from the state and Medicare. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Rhode Island Army National Guard. Aired by the Rhode Island Broadcasters Association and this station. Have you been ignoring your most important goals? If so, you're not alone. 78 million baby boomers are approaching retirement only to discover that they're totally unprepared. How much money will I need to support the lifestyle I was hoping for? And can I turn my hard-earned savings into reliable income? Answers to these questions are different for everyone, and you should consider working with a trusted advisor to help you find your solution. At the SOA Financial Group, we help our clients develop unique strategies that help them meet their unique challenges. I'm Steve Bove, co-host of The Money Talk Show, the state's longest-running financial talk show. If you want to take control of your financial life, call the SOA Financial Group at 401-434-8090 for a free consultation. That's 401-434-8090. And tune in weeknights at 5 p.m. for The Money Talk Show on AM 790. SOA Financial Group is located at 14 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Securities offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Advisory services offered through SOA Financial Group are separate and unrelated to Commonwealth. Now back to IRAM Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right. It is 445 here on, uh, I'm sorry, 455 here on IRAM Today, the property management show. We'll, um, we're here right now. I'm sorry. I lost my voice. I lost, I've been coughing. I don't even know where I am right now. But it sounds I, like you've been in a tough campaign. I know, right that's, here. That's I'm how I, like I, that's how I was here. Here. for five, 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 a week or two weeks after the campaign. Talking for an hour I and a half, and Chrissy, but as it would ha- fate would have it, Chrissy come back and she took over the show again. I know. I'm so sorry, <laughs> uh, but we do have Jack Benson studio. We have my co-host Rod Santigada, and we have Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. Welcome back. Thank you very Thank much. You. Go ahead, Jack. When, 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 we got like one more question. When we went off air, we were talking about the unavailability of workforce housing and it's a pet peeve of mine that we don't have enough money and i think the governor agrees we don't have enough uh housing to satisfy the needs and how are we going to get around it it's going to be something that's going to be discussed i think for the next number of years but i think as long as we have the ability to discuss it and understand what the problem is and i think governor you said one thing just a couple minutes ago that that we're going to have to uh, step up and, and get something done with the municipalities. They're going to have to do something. Uh, the the industry is going to have to step up and do something. So it's going to be a combination of state, uh, in individual developers uh, from the private community, and individual communities, state individual <coughs> communities and the private and private industry. And where that's going to go, I don't know. You're sitting in the catbird seat uh, right now, and I hope for a little while longer, like. Uh, I don't know how old you are now, but I think <laughs> you, you look like you're at about another 20 years. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so hopefully we'll, we'll get things done. But uh, I think the dialogue has started, and I think we just have to keep it going. Yeah, I think uh, as long as it can be uh, prov- proved out that it's good for the economy, and people want to live in a state with a good economy. Absolutely. You know, they want to be, be living in a state where their per capita income is increasing. 
They want to live in a state where they have great public schools, and they want to live in a state that's safe, safe to live in, and the and the local communities are fiscally sound as as the state is. So, uh, yeah, I think you keep on putting the numbers to the onto the paper. You're going to you and you and you and you prove out the argument that it's really good for the local communities in the state. That's I think it's going to happen. And and what you need is people that are skilled. So uh, in today's market, if somebody's making twenty twenty five dollars an hour, but that's not enough because uh, if somebody's making twenty twenty five dollars an hour, it's one individual, <coughs> and the rent today is thirteen hundred dollars for a two bedroom unit to fourteen hundred dollars. That's not enough uh, income to satisfy that uh, rent. So the skill level is going to have to increase too. That's another pet peeve of mine. It was the career in tech that we wor we're working on diligently wi with the state, uh, with the governor, and with yourself to uh, to have people so they're in, a, in what you were saying just a moment ago, uh, so they're able and uh, able to uh, to afford uh, the rent that we're going to have to have to build these particular buildings. So we're looking at the state to <coughs> subsidize some. We're looking at uh, the, the uh, community to support it. We're looking at industry to support it, so I think, and we're looking for some soft money. I think the soft money is going to have to come from the state, wherever that is, and how much we need. We're going to have to talk about it. You just, but that means you got to increase the economy to allow the, oh. the money to be available in the state. And Absolutely. so that's why I keep on going back to our public schools and $2 billion of earning power. That's a whole lot more money that people are earning, and that's a whole lot more money that the, that the, that the, ta the state is receiving in tax revenue, uh, and that's how you, that's how you get to where you you want to get to. Well, agree, thank you so. very much for coming on the show. Are I really done? appreciate it. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, we're out of time. If you're interested in anything that we went over today from designations to becoming an industry partner, you can give Karen a call at 401-479-7734. If you've missed any part of the program, you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for IRAM today, or you can listen to our podcast on the website, iramri.org. I guess that'll do it for today. That's thank you today. so much, Rod, for joining me You're welcome. <laughs> and bailing me out over here. And Jack, well. thank you. And Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, thank you very much for yeah. coming in again. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Gov. See you next week. See you next week. Great session. Thank Bye. you very much, guys. This episode of IRAM Today is brought to you by Complete Payroll Solutions, your local resource for HR, benefits, payroll, and compliance solutions. Call 866-658-8800 or visit them online at completepayrollsolutions.com.